boy Tommy Villarreal sex, and we're gonna jump right into it. Talking about like Americans are going right now. I've been studying these things called NFTs, um, non fungible tokens, and they're like selling for a lot of money. It's art, digital art, and you know, this guy is talking about how it's going to affect the music industry, and he brought up people asking, like, is this a trend? And it's like, well, were CDs a trend? And I just started thinking about a lot of stuff, man. You know, I've talked about some of this before, about how a lot of things right now are, it's a beautiful time. We live in a very beautiful time, but it's ugly because if you don't get in to these NFTs, these stocks and cryptocurrency, this free range of this stuff that's going on now, excuse me, guys, you're going to miss the, um, the window of opportunity, you know, and, um, they're going to regulate it soon. You know, if you don't think for a second for all my people that are involved with this or, or want to be involved with this and been studying it, that them big dogs, and you know who I'm talking to when I say that, these central bank owners and politicians and elitists and things of that nature, if you think that these people aren't sitting in a room trying to figure out, is this thing going to really blow? And if so, how can we get ahead of it and control it and regulate it? You're crazy. Do you remember... He talked about CDs. Let's go into that right quick, right? Do you remember when, if you're my age or around my age, right? I'm 27. I'll be 28 this year. Do you guys remember Bear Share and LimeWire? I, I, I probably just sent chills down some people's back. You know what's up. If you know, you know, right? If you don't, look it up, right? Well, before Bear Share and LimeWire was Napster. I'm pretty sure you tuned the movie um, The Social Network, I think, or whatever. You seen that one with Justin Timberlake? And they were showing the beginnings of Facebook, right? Now, look around, right? Anyways, but Bear Share and LimeWire came and changed the game. You see, Bear Share and LimeWire was the Wild Wild West. You know, in, 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 um, relevance to this conversation bear share and limewire essentially are like and they're i mean they were a little bit more illegal obviously but in their own ways like robin hood like crypto.com like coinbase like cash app which also allows you to buy into uh cryptocurrency and um stocks and stuff like that right we're sitting at our asses having all this fun this window is open right now it's the wild wild west everybody's doing what they want they're gonna find a way to regulate it now they can't i don't think they'll be able to regulate cryptocurrency itself however they are going to be able to regulate the platforms that we're using to purchase this cryptocurrency from our homes you know i mean they know if they don't take control of, of this wild, wild west that we're living in right now, it's going to come a time where they won't be able to take control of it anymore. You see what I'm saying, guys? Like, it, there's going to come a time where they won't be able to take control of it anymore. It'll be too much out of their hands. They're going to have to do. They're going to have to do things that are going to cause people to go crazy. If they took control now, it would drive some people crazy. But they can get ahead of it enough where they can leave some leeway for everybody who's already involved. If they let it go out of control, 
they're going to have to come through and, and basically shut it down and reopen it under their own terms and conditions, which means some people are probably going to lose a shit ton of money. You know, so you got to keep in mind what we're referring to. We are referring to money here. This is what runs the world. This is the biggest form of mind control there is. Money. Money is mind control. The M in money stands to stand for mind control. This is the biggest form of controlling humans as possible. I mean, think about it this way. You go out and you create something beautiful, like a beautiful bed sheet or a laptop or some CDs, right? <laughs> and I give you an idea. That's what money really is. You think it's just an idea in your head that we all give value to this idea for that. This 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 grand piece of technology, and I give you some numbers for it. Now I know I'm saying it like some numbers, but you know the, these numbers have value based on how much value we give it. Cryptocurrency is possibly going to take over regular money. It's a possibility that could happen unless they they come through and change things, right? Cryptocurrency is a Ultimately, a one-world currency. It's not U.S. Bitcoin and 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 Mexican. There's one Bitcoin. It's one Ethereum. There's one. Um, I think what's the other one under? I think Orchid or something like that. Like there's there's no, there's there's no difference in it. You buy it wherever you are in the world. You don't have to have any exchange rate for it. Nothing. Nothing. People who once talked down on these things are now investing into these things and on a lot of it. Like I need you to understand this. This is something epic. This could change the game. This is a game changer just like Bear Share and LimeWire were game changers. CDs were only a popular thing or well, the main drain, actually. Not even a popular thing. didn't say a popular thing. For like 20 years. So CDs came out like what? In the 80s? If that. They didn't really even draw, draw till late 80s, early 90s. And then they went right out the door in like, like what? Within the last 10 years? I mean, do they still make CDs? Of course. Do we still buy CDs? No. Bear Share and LimeWire changed the game. These were game changers. They exposed a lot of holes in a lot of industries, and they made industries tighten up. That's why we now have Spotify. That's why we now have Tidal, Apple Music, YouTube Music. Um, I like Tidal because it has exclusive content. That's why we have these things. These things are, 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 are the sons and daughters, really grandchildren, if you ask me, of... LimeWire and BearShare and, and, and Napster. You know what I'm saying? These things, that's what we're talking about. Like, that's what them things are. Like, these things are, that's it. And they're not even touching what LimeWire, LimeWire and BearShare, if you missed that, I mean, I know some of the kids missed that, but if you're like my age or older and you missed that, man, that was a great time. 
You were watching movies. And I know it's going to sound crazy. We were watching 30-minute pornos. And I know why that sounds crazy. Because now you can get on X videos or Pornhub for free and watch high-definition, hour-long pornos. Some of the same pornos when I was a kid. You know, for all my people who grew up watching porn. You know, the same pornos that I used to watch as a kid that were so exclusive. You can go on uh, Pornhub.com or uh, xvideos.com right now and watch them same videos for free. You know what we have to do? Do you know what we used to have to do to watch Booty Talk 47? Some of y'all are laughing, but it's not I'm being I'm having a serious conversation with you. Do you know what we used to have to go through to watch to watch the new Booty Talk with Roxy Reynolds and Pinky in now? Like, this is serious, bro. This was serious and Bear Shan Limewire exposed the game. A lot of people lost a shit ton of money, lost a lot of subscribers and all kind of weirdo shit they had going on because of their share and LimeWire. They had to tighten it up. That's why you can't get on Tidal and Spotify and order pornos and watch full length movies. Do you want to know what I was watching off of Bear Share and LimeWire? Mind you, this was in the in the, in the two thousands. We're talking between. Um, 2000 and like uh, I would say five maybe and like 08 about that yeah about that you know what I was watching all those beheading videos that the um, Middle Eastern terrorist groups were putting out into, into the world you could get on Bear Sham Lombard if it was digital media of any form whether it was legal or or illegal media whether it was like the deep dark web media or it was just surface level stuff you could download it on bear share and limewire for those who don't know and then you had like a platform you could watch it on like windows media player itunes itunes was out back then for those who don't know i used to have like thousands of thousands of songs on my itunes i got them all for free i ain't paying no 12.99 a month i remember when they first started these streaming services I was like, I'm not paying for that shit. Now I pay for that shit. Nine out of ten of us pay for that shit now. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the same thing that's gonna happen with these, with these, with these. We'll just call them currency based markets. CBMs. I made my own term. Make sure you give me credit. Free band scholar two, two nigga. Um, we, you know, we, yeah, we're going to have to, you're going to have to pay to get on coin, coin, make a Coinbase account right now is free. Make a Robinhood account right now is free. Make it all, yeah, get in there while you can. Hopefully they do customer appreciation. And if you've already been on there, they have to let you slide on in. And all the new niggas going to have to pay for their subscriptions, you know, but yeah, man. That's that's what's going on. It's the same thing. But look how much they regulated it. Once again, you can't watch, you can't even buy movies on these apps. Not yet. Soon, maybe one day you will be able to. Right now, it's just all about music. They have the Netflixes and all that other stuff for the movies. Bear Share and LimeWire was Netflix, Apple Music, the Deep Dark Web, all in one. I was watching legit beheading videos, bro, <laughs> from, from like the Middle East. 
<laughs> I used to be so scared. I used to think like, man, somebody's going to kick in my, my mom's apartment door any second now. And, and this living room is going to be filled with white men in black suits, men in black. Come with us. Be escorted to some black Tahoe caravan and taken off to some underground bunker somewhere in Nevada. Never to be seen again. By the time they release me from that mother lover, you won't even know who I am. Go to my mama's house. She told me, who are you? Mom, it's me. Yeah, but you're Mexican. I don't know you. Like, No, they changed me. They changed me. That was serious, man. So now we have this thing I'm looking into now. This thing called NFTs. Y'all should seriously look into this shit. It's amazing. But at the same time, it's just like bullshit. And that's where he brought in the CDs, the the um, CD metaphor, or shall I say analogy, you know, um, because a lot of people think, okay, yeah, this might be something profitable now and maybe for the next 20 years, but it won't, it won't, it won't be around forever. You might be right. CDs run around forever, right? DVDs were a very short lived thing, weren't they? You know, um, CD players were a very short-lived thing when you think about it. When I was using CD players, I never thought I'd, do, I'd be listening to music on my phone. You couldn't have paid me to say to think I'll get, to think some shit like that. Music on your phone? How? Nigga, how? First of all, do y'all remember MP3 players? When's the last time you had one of those? I used to have an iPod Shuffle. I loved it, but I hated it at the same time because the iPod Shuffle was the one where you couldn't see the screen. It didn't have a screen. You had to just kept pressing fast forward. <laughs> yes, I want to listen to that that Fifty Cent song. Hold on, click, 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 click. Oh, there. Okay, go, go back. Oh, there, there it is. Oh yeah, find me in the club, bottle full of butt. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, let's talk about it. Do y'all remember the iPod Shuffle? I had the little green light that would blink. <laughs> wow. You know what's crazy? Here's the crazy, beautiful thing about everything I'm telling you. They still sell iPods. They make iPods. I don't think they they update them that much. But there's, you can go to the store and buy your iPod right now. But who's going to the store to buy a freaking iPod? Like, seriously, when was the last time somebody pulled up on you with an iPod? Do you guys remember when we thought iPods were just the future? Like it's this is it, this is it, this is it, this is it. We finally found it. We've been looking for gold. We came across bronze and silver. Now we've got the gold. Then we found out. No, that ain't shit. That's just another piece of metal in my pocket. We're trying to get down to one piece of metal. That's the cell phone. Put all that shit on the phone. Put it all on the phone. You understand what I'm saying? So the NFTs, right? So from what I've gathered so far, I don't know much about them. I did, I woke up at like six o'clock this morning and been looking at them ever since, right? It's digital art. I keep seeing it everywhere. It's digital art. It can be. It can be. 
all kinds of forms, and I think this was going to eventually happen, but right now, for the most part, it's digital art, right? You're buying moments, you're buying pictures of things, and um, you have exclusive rights to these pictures, and, you know, me and one of my friends, she's she's amazing, like, this this girl is amazing. She, um... The one thing I like about her is if, if if I come to her with something, she either knows everything you need to know about it, like literally, like a, she's like, you ever heard of them uh, for dummies books? It'd be like home interior design for dummies or um, it'd be like uh, just different stuff for dummies. Like she's like that, like she can break it down for you just like those books. Go look them up for dummies books. Um People used to buy into those things a lot. I don't know if they still make them, but they used to have a lot of them. And um, if she don't know about it, then she's she'll go. She will go find out about it. Give her about twenty four hours tops, and she's a very busy woman. Give her about twenty four hour tops, and she's gonna come back and be like, "Okay, so here's what I found out." And even if it's not everything, it'll lead you on the path to find out more. So. When I brought to her, she she said the same thing I said. And I was like, bruh, like, that's the same shit I said when I seen it. What's stopping somebody from screenshotting these NFTs and saying, hey, I have one too. I got the same one. And and the way I broke it down in my mind was like, it's like if, let's say a basketball player, let's say LeBron James went to like and won the, the series or whatever. I don't know what their Super Bowl is called. I don't really pay attention to sports. Let's say he won the finals. I think it's the playoffs or something like that, right? And he takes off his shoes and he signs them and says, all right, I'm putting these on the internet for sale. And some guy goes and buys them for like 200 bands, right? Excuse me. I can go buy the same shoe, get the same size, crease them up a little bit, you know, so they look like they've been worn, sign them. Hold them for like a couple of years after the whole thing dies down. And I can come out into the marketplace on eBay or wherever and say, hey, I got the shoes that LeBron James had in game six when he scored that last point that was needed to win the game, right? I could sell them for 200 bands or whatever. I probably paid like $200 for the shoes if the most, right? What's stopping me from doing that? Who's who who like who's stopping me? So it's like, how is the guy at the bottom gonna know? Like it's just a, a whole bunch of things that can be done. They're playing. They're paying for basically the verified picture. So I might have the same picture you have, but this is the verified version. I have, I have the. It's just it's just a bunch of hoopla clout. You know what I'm saying? Just. It's, it's like people who buy, excuse me, the vinyls, you know. But this is this is something serious. There's people make a lot of money off of this stuff, you know. And it may be a trend, but it, I think it's going to lead to something bigger, um, whether it's regulated or not. So right now, I'm on this website called Rarible. Which is a pretty popular platform for these NFTs. Um, I mean, some of these things look cool. 
I, I don't know if I'd pay bands for them because on the NBA Top Shot website, which is official, they have shit on there going for like $59,000. Let me see what some of these ones cost. It looks like... Um, I think people are paying for these with cryptocurrency. Because on this website, it don't have the regular price like... Um, like like the other one. That's pretty cool. They got Elon Musk smoking weed. And it's like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Huh. Interesting. Because on the on the on the NBA Top Shot website, it just it says the price. It was like like fifty nine thousand dollars USD. Right. This one says um point two ETH. Then it says for the bid, it says, um, might say point one WETH. Okay. So I'm thinking they're using cryptocurrency to purchase these guys. Um, a lot of Elon Musk things on here. Forty. Whoa. No, I don't know what is the what is DAI. 45, let me see, let's just click on this one, this is Michael Jordan, okay, so it tells you when you click on it, $45.36, and it says, in the unlocked file, you will find art sizes, 5,184 times 6,900 pixels and a video with the process of drawing. So, okay, I see. They, it, like, it, it gives you a little something. Because the video I was watching was showing how these um, NFTs are going to change the music industry. The artists are going to start selling like exclusive content with these NFTs. So the person who buys it will be the only person that... Okay, so, whoa, damn, game changer. Yeah, so I could if I was a major like Travis Scott, who's a major artist, and he he probably would be one of the top artists to sell NFTs, honestly, because he's already so much into the digital art world, and a lot of his fans seem like the type of people that would probably purchase these type of things. Not to mention have the money to purchase these type of things, so he might sell them something that would sh that would give them samples to the song. Or the song itself, he might, they could be the only person in the world to have, like, the remix. So, like, he might have, like, Kid Cudi on the remix. Which, you know, people love to see Travis Scott and Kid Cudi, right? Um, then when you buy it, it also will unlock, like, the video of the studio session. Or a quick video, like a montage of the studio session of him and Cudi. But you'll be the only person that has it. So if you decide to take it and show it to the world, that's on you. But you'll be the person that has exclusive rights to that video. So that's what people are basically paying for ultimately with the NFTs are exclusive rights. They're non-fungible tokens. So like, um, but it really comes in a, in a sense of artwork. You know, Gary V. That's who, that's the first video I watched was from Gary V. <sighs> 
<laughs> you know Gary Vee, he's like the 30-something-year-old white guy who dresses like he's like 17. Anyways, yeah. So, I don't know. This is just a good conversation. I hope it sparks something. Um, I, I, I find a lot of these things to be very interesting. I think that um, they're pretty cool to a certain extent. So, today is Tuesday, April 13th. I'm probably going to schedule this episode to come out sometime later this week. So, when you're listening to this, just know I recorded it earlier this week. Um... On Tuesday, you might not hear it till like I might put it out on like Thursday or something like that. Friday, maybe Friday morning, I'll drop this one like Saturday. So, yeah, I think this is um, this is just what I'm saying. Like, the whole point of this whole conversation is trying to get into something while it's hot, while it's fresh, get as much as you can out of it before all the rules and regulations and all the bull crap comes because a lot of times when these newer industries, these newer technologies, things like that first come out, it's the wild, wild west, baby. You know, it's the wild, wild west. Honestly, Bear Share Limewire was a great, you know, revolutionary act, but the guys who made it probably didn't make much money off of it. They were probably young coders who just like, you know, just wanted people to have access, you know? They probably made it for themselves and was like, hey, anybody else who wants to use it can use it. You know, just like I'm pretty sure the guy who made Bitcoin, you know, um, Satoshi, what he goes by, apparently, I'm pretty sure that he just was tired of people being able to show his transactions. He just wanted to have his own money. You know, I don't think it was really intentional to do what it did now. While at the same time, I have a theory that, you know, those in control of the world created Bitcoin, but we're not going to really go there because they needed their one world currency to come in, but we're not going to really go there. I just, I just, um, just, uh, that's all I'm saying. I've talked about this before on this, on this on this podcast, you know what I'm saying? They're going to regulate these things. You're not going to just sit up here and come and make your own money. And and at that point, you know, once everything gets regulated, what's going to happen to the miners? You know, for my, when I say miners, I'm not talking about miners like 17 year old. I'm talking people who sit there and Bitcoin mine. What's going to happen to those guys? They regulate, like I said, I don't, I don't know if they will be able to regulate cryptocurrency because it's such an untraceable, untangible like thing. But they can definitely easily go around that loop, um, that curve, and and regulate all of the platforms and ways that we use to buy, sell, and trade the cryptocurrency. You see what I'm saying? Which at that point, it won't won't matter what cryptocurrency itself is doing or not doing. If we can't access it the way we're accessing it right now, or there's huge tax fees on buying some or selling some, you know, it is what it is. Because as of right now, to my knowledge, and I could be wrong, I could be wrong, the government ain't really making no money off this shit. 
when we purchasing and we trading, it's they don't we don't make no money on these purchases and trades. <laughs> they're not in the loop. They getting cut out, and they're like, hold on. If we all know one thing, we know the government don't like to be cut out of some money. You're not allowed to really make money in America and not cut them folks in somehow, some way. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, but once again, it kind of goes into, okay, so once they regulate everything, because they're going to eventually, or they're going to just shut this whole thing down, period, and and, and reopen it all under their control, period. You got to go to freaking Bank of America to open to get some damn cryptocurrency. Who's going to want to do that shit? We love this wild, wild west right now, right? Yo, what's going to happen to the guy who has the farm in his house and he's mining? For those who don't know, I'll break it down to you real simple. Mining for 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 coins is basically these people, they do this math. They I don't know how to fully explain it to you. I'm not really that into it. I just learned about it myself. They get all these little computers and all these little machines, and then they they do like a, a, a equation, bro. I know this sounds simple, but it's not. If it was simple, everybody would be doing it. They 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 use the computers to figure out this like the answer to like this mega equation. And once they figured out that mega equation, it will then produce them a coin or coins. Now, some of y'all are probably saying, okay, so what's the significance? The significance, you idiot, is right now Bitcoin fluc is fluctuating between about fifty seven to about sixty to sixty one thousand dollars for one coin okay so the guys these smart nerdy kids that's who's really doing it it ain't really niggas like me and you the nerdy kids who have these mega brains right they're spending between maybe i don't know if i had to guess because i've seen a video of some of their farms and this is legal this is legal because it hasn't been regulated yet. There's a lot of things in this world that are legal only because nobody has said it's not illegal. They're spending maybe between, I get, I'm guessing, once again, I'm guessing. I'm just guessing here. You can go to do your own research, and I, I would highly advise you do. Don't listen to me when it comes to what I'm talking about right now. Between $2,000 and maybe $12,000 to create these efficient, Mining farms in their home. Right? If they can create even just one coin, that's going to pay for all the equipment they just bought and leave them with a lot of money left over. To my knowledge, they're not just creating one coin. They're using these machines to create several coins. Now, I also could be wrong. These machines could only have enough power to create because it takes a lot of CPU power and stuff to do this. What we're talking about, this is a real like technique, like one coin. However, think about it this way. If, that, if that's true, boom. 
they make one coin, they get fifty-eight. They get like fifty-eight thousand, right? Let's just say they spent like ten bands, or oh, we'll say they spent twelve. They come back, they spend that little bitty twelve again to get the next set of machines, and then they keep doing it and keep doing it until they're just sitting there rich. And somebody's saying, well, how come I haven't heard of this before? Because these aren't the type of people you probably follow or know about. These, are, these aren't the type of people who go out there and make a billion dollars. Or not a billion, but like a couple million dollars and go buy Hellcats and chains and get tatted up in designer clothes and go get on the gram. These are the type of people who put all that money into like savings or go invest it into something else. And then one day you'll hear about them because <laughs> they started the next major company like Elon Musk or something like that. These are little bitty Elon Musks and little bitty Bill Gateses and stuff like that that are doing these things that I'm referring to. Like, this is not really a game. This is very serious, serious stuff here. So, it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex and, um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta really seriously, like, use the restroom. I've been cleansing, um, eating a lot of fiber. So, you know, that's always good. But you guys have a nice day. Study this stuff, man. Get in there while you can, man. Because we don't, I, I don't know. I could be wrong and I would love to be wrong. But history has shown me when them fools see something get out of control, they regulate it. They regulated, you know, music. What makes you think you're not going to regulate cryptocurrency? They've already begun regulating it, brother. It's just, there's a lot more regulations to come. It's your boy Tommy V. Raw Sex. I'm checking out.